Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, December 19th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, get ready for the January legislative pileup. Number two, House Republicans head to the Greenbrier for their annual retreat. And number three, lawmakers shake the money tree before the end of the year. All right, Jake, let's get to it. Just 17 Republicans showed up for Senate votes Monday night and only 61 senators total. It is yet another sign that the Senate's negotiations on border security and immigration aren't going to lead to a floor vote this week. If it wasn't clear already, reality is sitting in that this is going to be a January story when there is many, many actual January stories uh, and a legislative pileup, Jake, that is really coming into focus. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, first of all, let's start where with where where you started, uh, which is the um, yesterday in the Capitol. It was pretty quiet. The Senate came in at at. 5.30 for a vote, and uh, like you just indicated, 61 senators, and remember, there are 100 in the Senate, so uh, 39 missing um, for a vote to confirm Martin O'Malley, the former uh, governor of the great state of Maryland, to be the uh, head of the Social Security Administration. So that's, that is a, uh, uh, I don't think this was anything personal against Mr. O'Malley, to be honest with you, but le- let's just be clear here. People aren't coming back because they don't believe that these negotiations are going anywhere and are going to produce a result this month. Now, um, not only do they not think so, uh, I talked to James Langford, the chief Republican negotiator, last night before I left the Capitol, and 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 Langford basically said, well, um, we're not going to get it done this week. They could hold a procedural vote if they would like, effectively, and uh, but we need time here. So that's where we are uh on on uh, this month now. Um, so now we fast forward into next month and Congress will have a te- basically 10 days to to uh, avert a shutdown. But the, the alarming thing to me would be if I were uh, uh, either a Republican or a Democrat for or against Ukraine, um, this people are already talking about lopping the Ukraine aid in with the government funding bills, which is going to cause a huge problem uh, just generally, but also in the House. I'll say this. I mean, some one thing to keep in mind here, Anna, is that right now th- this is being conducted with one chamber. Um, we don't. I, yes, the senators are obviously keeping in touch with Mike Johnson's team, which is a, um, uh, a good thing, I suppose. But we don't know how the House is going to feel about any of this, and uh, they are a key component here. And that's why I think, to be honest with you, the White House is playing with fire by just doing this with uh, with with a small group of senators. Um, and not that they have a choice at this point, but they have um, they this could all be for naught. I just want to remind people this could all be for naught. If the you know, we saw this in 2013, the Senate passes an immigration bill, although this looks like it'll be much more modest than what was proposed in 2013 but they pass an immigration bill and all of a sudden um this house doesn't take it up i mean that's going to be something we need to keep an eye on and or another nightmare scenario for 
the Senate group and that the and the White House is that this goes to the House if it if there's a deal, Senate passes it, it goes to the House, and Johnson wants to renegotiate it and say, hey, listen, that we haven't had our say on this thing. We need to get we need to get into it. So you know, uh, not not great. No, also interesting, we've got some news this morning that Johnson is planning a trip to the U.S.-Mexico border in January. Uh, of course, coming as as we've just been talking about, as Senate Republicans have been talking about this. So uh, clearly the House is going to want it say. They're going to be in a very different place than uh, where it seems this, this negotiating uh, package is, is happening. And so threading the needle here is going to be extremely, extremely hard particularly when it's not just this isn't the, they're not like ironing out the last things here they don't even have you know bill text they don't they've not put anything out for people you know in terms of you know members on paper to react to um, and we still don't have top line funding numbers so 10 days is a, a very very fast turnaround uh, not only just for the 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 spending and to avoid a government shutdown but to include this as you know it's going to make things even trickier Let's move to the number two story of the morning, Jake. You've got some news this morning that House Republicans, they are planning to hold their annual retreat at the Greenbrier Resort in West Virginia, a switch up after holding retreats in Florida in both Orlando and Puerto Verde Beach uh, the last couple of years. Yeah, we're going back to the Greenbrier um, as of now, um, and I would imagine that's going to stay as of uh, the location. Um, the... Um, uh, Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, told associates he wanted to be closer to Washington, and that is um, that's why the decision was made. Now, uh, the Greenbrier has a pretty sordid history, I guess, or a pretty checkered history when it comes to recent Republican retreats. This is where the House Republicans chartered train um, crashed into a man and killed him uh, on the, on a trip during the Trump era in 2018. So um, Greenbrier has a little bit of a uh, not, that that was the recent history with the Greenbrier. Now it is closer to D.C. It is ironically the home of the Cold War era bunker that was supposed to house Congress in the case of a nuclear um, a nuclear war. Now. Um, you know, listen, a lot of members like going to Florida. A lot of them feel like it's too much of a pain because they have to take a plane there, at least to the Greenbrier. I think it's 250 miles or so from Washington. So it's about a, you know, four, three and four, you know, whatever uh, uh, hour drive. Um, but it is uh, it's it is closer to D.C., I guess. So that is that is one thing to think about. This will be in March. Uh, we will obviously be covering it. Um, who will be covering it for us? I don't know, but we will be there. <laughs> Personally, I'm a big fan of the Greenbrier, Jake. Yeah, but George here's the problem. Draper was the designer of it, has a small casino. Um, so, yeah, but here, here's you know. the kicker, Anna. Here's the kicker. You can't, if, you, if let's say you decide to go cover it, you can't stay there. It's closed to the public. So you will Tough. be, you will be staying, you will be staying in a nearby motel or, you know, Courtyard Marriott or whatever. I don't know what, and, and by the way, no, no hate of co Courtyard Marriott's. I just don't know that you are going to, tr to travel four hours or however long it takes to uh, a Courtyard Marriott, but maybe, maybe, maybe you will, maybe you will. I, 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 you might, you might surprise me, Anna. We'll see, have to see, I believe, I, if I'm remembering right, <laughs> as we go down memory lane, that you and I interviewed former Vice President uh, Pence. 
there actually we did that is that i forgot about that we interviewed mike pence there back in i think 2018 um so we will uh we'll see how it all shakes out this is a long way away it's in march um uh we'll have to see how it goes all right let's move to the number three story of the morning uh both democrats and republicans shaking the money tree before the end of the year we've got some news this morning house minority leader hakeem jeffries headlining a fundraiser on monday night in new york to raise cash for the new democrat coalition action fund the event raised more than one hundred thousand dollars for the political arm of the center-left new democrat coalition uh interestingly enough also elise stefanik She's she's not afraid of Florida. She was down in South South Florida raising a bunch of money, Jake. Yeah, she raised a half million dollars yesterday and visited former President Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago. Um, raised a, uh, had a lunch in Palm Beach, hosted by a bunch of big time Republicans. Um, then did an event with uh, former U.S. ambassador to Israel, David Friedman. Um, was ambassador during the Trump era. Um, so she is raising a bunch of money in Florida. Uh, Florida's a popular place, Anna, in December. Um, so we will uh, uh, we will contact our Florida Bureau, make sure they're up to date on this. All right, with that, two quick housekeeping notes. Don't miss our end of the year review of our sentiment tracking poll, The Canvas, which lands later this morning in your inbox. It's going to recap K Street leaders and top Capitol Hill staffers' key predictions for what was undoubtedly an erratic year. We'll also share their expectations for 2024. That'll be out mid-morning. Also, Punchbowl News is growing. We're super excited that Laura Weiss uh, is joining our team to cover all things financial services, banking, and tax. This comes as we launch our first ever policy membership platform, The Vault. Premium Policy, The Vault, will expand our already relentless financial services coverage. Jake, offering members an inside look at the corridors of power deciding financial services in policy, uh, including daily coverage, as well as a weekly Sunday newsletter. So super excited to welcome Laura to the team. And with that, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. Please sign up for the daily, our daily newsletter by going to punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe, everybody.